Hello, happy dwellers, and welcome to the Happy Dwelling Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here with me today, and I hope you have been well and are creating those great habits so your dwelling place can be a happy one. Hi, beautiful people, and thank you for being here again with me. I shout out to y'all because y'all rock with me deep. Whoever is consistently downloading these episodes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say that enough because, man... This is me doing this podcast. I feel like it is my life's purpose to help educate people in the health and nutrition space. And obviously, as I get older and I learn more, that evolves and changes. But for right now, I feel like this is definitely where I need to be. And I am very much um, I'm grateful to be here. And even though, you know, I'm not growing as fast as I would like to grow, I think that for those of you who do still listen and you show up every time, that's why this is why I do it. And, you know, I've gotten several messages from you guys and I just I appreciate all the love that I get here on this platform. And with that being said, um, I just want to let you guys know that I am actively trying to grow this platform and grow my outreach just so that the, these messages can reach more people because they're important. Our health is so important and, you know, I'm just extremely passionate about it. So part of my method of outreaching will also benefit you all because I plan on bringing on guests, guests on the on the podcast to share their knowledge and their expertise. Because although I like to read and learn and research so many different things, I don't know it all and I never will know it all because I'm only human. I mean, I still have to work. I still have to be a mom. I still have to do all these other things. So as much as I love to learn and research, I, I don't, I can't, I can be a jack of all trades, but a master of none. And I, I feel like that's where I am right now, just because I just love learning. And um, so today actually is the introduction of me bringing on a guest and I'll introduce him so you guys will get a better understanding of who he is, what he does and why he's here. But I just wanted to uh, let you guys know that, that we're going to be changing a little bit. I have proven to myself that I could be consistent. Um, I, of course, gave myself grace for those two weeks that I have not, I didn't post. But outside of that, I am consistently coming back to this and making sure that I deliver on my promise. And so now I want to expand the knowledge base so that it's not just me, even though, like I said, I can add a lot of value other people can definitely add more value. So this is my first interview. So don't judge me too much, you guys. I um, I tried. And if it doesn't flow as well as it should, it, it comes with practice. So once again, thank you for being here. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get into the, the rating and review section. So I got a new review. This one comes from June 5th, 2022. And the person's name is <laughs> New Fave Podcast. And they rated me five stars. They said, Victoria's voice is made for podcasting. Her cadence and language helps make learning from her fun and easy. This immediately became one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you so much. Aww, that warms my heart. So whoever new favorite podcast is, thank you for leaving that review. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get into my gratefulness corner of the day. And this week, I am grateful for meditation. 
I have been trying to actively mindfully meditate and I just feel at peace. I feel at peace. I feel connected to myself. I feel connected to my body and I feel like all the things in life aren't as visceral or they aren't as, what's another word for this? Like I'm not stressing over the things that I would have stressed over in the past. I'm just kind of like observing it and like, oh, okay, that's happening. Instead of instead of stressing about it, like I said. So that's been very, very helpful for me. And we will definitely be doing a, uh, we'll be doing an episode on meditation, but I am a beginner. So when I get there, I will get there and maybe I'll bring on an expert in that field so that you guys can get the best quality uh, overall description and understanding of meditation. So yeah, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get into the interview section with Marcus Wright. And I hope you guys enjoy. And if you do, make sure once again, you like, share, subscribe, rate it, all the things as always. I love you guys. Let's get into the interview. Hi, Marcus. How you doing? I'm doing well, Victoria. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. I'm really excited to have you on. You are the first official guest of the Happy Dwelling Podcast. So this is a big thing for me. Um, I'm happy to have you, like I said. I'm going to kind of go over a little bit of your qualifications, or would you like to talk about it yourself? I can talk about oh. it however you want. You can go for it. Okay, cool. So Marcus Wright is a certified holistic counselor whose primary calling is to help individuals revitalize physical and spiritual well-being within themselves by bettering their lifestyle. He, his services include massage therapy, physical diet, health screening, clearing emotional trauma, and helping people to redefine their spiritual experience. And then he also specializes in massage therapy, neuropsychotherapy, hydrotherapy, among others. There's a lot. This guy does a lot. He is very multifaceted. And um, like I said, I am happy to have him here with me. So I just want to ask you a little bit more of your background. What got you into the holistic space to begin with? Wow. Um, it's a pretty broad question, but um, the long and short is basically seeing people around me suffer and getting tired of um, going along with the narrative. So I lost my grandmother in 2012 due to complications of lupus, diabetes, and also a, a plethora of medications that she was taking that continued to deteriorate her health. And I also lost to a uh, stepfather to suicide in 2014. And um, going through those traumatic events, it kind of led me down a path of uh, putting my, my empathy into practice. So I went to a holistic center called UG Pines that's in Columbus, Georgia. Uh, I took a year and a half course there on all the things that you mentioned in the introduction. And um, yeah, it's just kind of led me to practicing with individuals since then um, in regards to people's mental health and um, their physical state, and more importantly, their, their spiritual nature and how all those things coincide to their health holistically. That's beautiful. It sounds like you have been through a lot and that it has led you to this direction, but I'm happy you're here because you're going to share your knowledge with us today. Um, today's topic we're going to discuss is hydrotherapy, which is one of the many things you are skilled in. And I just wanted to, well, I want you to give a, a brief introduction on what hydrotherapy is for anybody who doesn't have an idea of what it is. Okay. Well, uh, hydrotherapy 
is exactly what it says. So hydro being the first part, meaning uh, water, aquatics, and therapy is the integration of treatment. So uh, hydrotherapy basically has been used for thousands of years. Uh, I think the first the first recorded records of it being used is in Roman culture, where the Spartans would uh, have their battles or exercise, or the warriors would just kind of overstimulate the muscles, and they would immerse themselves in cold baths. Um, there are other treatments that are being used as modalities, such as uh, fever treatments, hypothermia baths, fomentations, which are applications of heat paddings being applied to certain areas of the body, and uh, also anything from contrast showers, um, sauna, infrared sauna therapies, you name it. So it's something that has been in existence since the dawn of time, really. But we kind of take it for granted because we use so much of our, our time in our temple in, with the means of water. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I would say that it's one of those interesting phenomena that people have access to on a daily basis. But again, it's just it's kind of taken for granted in a lot of different instances. And uh, like so many things in our life. I feel like a plethora of knowledge and understanding of what these things can do for us internally and externally will give us a greater appreciation, especially in this day and age with so many people leaning further toward the naturopathic side of of medicine. Right, right. That's a beautiful description. Um, Do you can you dig a little bit deeper into it? Like, why do you think that hydrotherapy works or is effective for regular everyday people? Well, first and foremost, 75 to 80 percent of our body, depending on your your body mass index, is comprised of water. And that's just within. So we need water on a daily basis to survive. You need it in order to drink um, because you're constantly filtrating water through your system. Uh, You also need it in order for it to be a cleansing factor on the external factor. So we have to take showers or else the impurities will remain stuck in our epidermis. And we're constantly just uh, recycling toxins within our system. So from that front, um, it's very beneficial and very important. But intrinsically, I would say that there are many instances, as I was mentioning before, where just taking a shower, a simple shower throughout the day and switching that from hot to cold, that does wonders to your immune system. Um, mentioned hypothermia bath as well, where... When we catch a fever, obviously our bodies are artificially um, being transversed into a higher state, a higher temperature, right? So when you hop into a hypothermia bath, what's happening is you're creating an artificial fever. And what that hap- what happens is you induce the T lymphocytes and the rest of your white blood cells to become active because they recognize there's an immor- uh, immorality in your system. So um, you elevate your body temperature, I would say it's about 105, 106, whatever it is you know, off the Richter scale from the uh, common practice. And you leave it there for a good 20, 30 minutes. Obviously, you want to have some type of assistance because uh, a treatment like this is very extensive and it can be fatal if it's done improperly. So uh, just little means like these um, are indications that we can take our bodies into our own health, into our own um well-being but the problem is again people aren't knowledgeable on these things you know i had to go to school for for a year and a half for me to understand that 
yeah, this is something that we do on a consistent basis, but, you know, it's just uh, it's one of those things that kind of get lost in translation. I see. So you mentioned both when you were talking about hydrotherapy on a whole, the background from warriors needing it to help their muscles, that it helps with muscle soreness. And you also mentioned that it helps with immune system function. When it comes to you as a holistic counselor, what other treatments have you used hydrotherapy for? And can you describe some of them? Well, for individuals that are suffering from IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, um, or they have some form of constipation, there is something called colonics. So basically, this is a treatment where you enter a piece of equipment into the rectum area. And what happens is water filtrates through your colon. So it's breaking up a lot of the the bacteria, a lot of the, uh, the fecal matter that has become solidified in the colon. And this is a process about maybe 45 minutes to an hour for it to fully envelop into um, that organ and get out the waste properly. Also, uh, infrared sauna. So anytime that you're able to, or, or you're in the position where you want to lose some type of weight, you can go to the Y, but a more effective at-home remedy uh, is basically just sitting in your bathroom turning on the water from the sink in the shower as hot as possible and you're creating steam. So you sit there, you sweat it out. And what this is, what this does is it relieves toxins from the body as well. And also, like I said, it causes you to lose weight because your metabolism is increasing and um, you're able to just relieve a lot of the the, the pressure from your uh, blood, your blood, your blood circulation um, flows properly. So you create a, uh, it's a process called vasodilation. So when you your body heats up, your blood vessels tend to expand. So what's happening is you're creating more uh, of a heartbeat, a rapid heartbeat. And all these things are, are helpful in the form of you relieving toxins from your immune system. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and would you say like, as a holistic counselor, going back to when you were working at the wellness center, what were the top reasons that you would give somebody hydrotherapy? Was it just for regular maintenance or was it to actually treat something? Um, for the most part, people would come because they actually needed treatment from a, a particular disease. Very seldom where people come just for regular maintenance because they recognize that, again, those are things that you can do on your own once you have a knowledge of them. Mm-hmm. But the more extensive treatments like the uh, contrast shower, um, we had infrared sauna domes there. So those are basically domes that create artificial heat that you lay in and it causes you to sweat, and raise your body temperature as well. But um, the hypothermia bath was the most effective because we had a lot of cancer patients we had a lot of patients that had different types of autoimmune diseases. So um, in your everyday life, it's kind of hard for you to just artificially raise your white blood cells unless you just catch a fever by happenstance. And um, even with that, the principle of um, trying to reduce the fever in itself, what we've learned by, from those instances in history is totally incorrect. Uh, our body is telling us that we need the, the body 
temperature to be elevated for a certain period of time so that we can do the work, the white blood cells can do the work in order to create a, a healthy environment. Um, so yeah, the hypothermia bath was very, very effective. Uh, the infrared sauna treatments were very effective. And we also did something called a contrast bath. So we would have uh, a tub with hot water and we would have a tub of cold water. And uh, the cold water obviously had ice in it because we needed to create two different extremes. And uh, they would do that in exchange of seven times. So you would stay in the cold for about 30 seconds and you would stay in the hot for about three minutes, I believe. And that had uh, tremendous benefits as well. That's beautiful. So would you say that cryotherapy is kind of in the same realm as hydrotherapy? Yeah, I would. Um, I would say the only difference between the two is hydrotherapy would actually be more accessible uh, just from the standpoint that all you got to do is turn on your sink or turn yeah. on your, you know, um, the, the shower head or the, the faucet from the bathtub. Um, and it's something that you can do every single day that's inexpensive, right? It's a, a benefit for, you know, people that are having serotonin issues. If you want to take a cold shower in the morning, get up, you know, uh, hop, in the, hop in the shower for about maybe 15, 20 minutes. And what that does is it creates an elevation of uh, a dopamine and serotonin within your immune system. And, and it's just, it's a, a boost for you to get going in the morning. These are simple things that a hydrotherapy can do in regards to the uh, implications of it being more accessible than cryotherapy. But cryotherapy is just as effective in a lot of different ways. Okay. So for someone who doesn't have two tubs and they're sick and they want to kind of imitate what you just described, what would the solution outside of obviously contrast showers be? Or is there another solution? Well, it also it depends on the the um, ailment that they're suffering from. So, if a person doesn't have access to two tubs, or they can't get somebody to monitor them when they're doing the hypothermia treatment, a contrast shower is just as effective. It just it takes a, a longer span of time for you to see results. If that makes sense, yeah. Because um, it's not as an immediate impact as you raising your your uh, your uh, oral temperature, your body temperature, you know, in short spurts. You're doing it over a period of time, so that that back and forth of the hot and cold over a span of three months, I would imagine, would have the same benefits as a hypothermia bath. But it's really just a matter of patience, and uh, again, the, the seriousness of the condition that the person's uh, suffering from. Okay. So when it comes to hydrotherapy, it sounds like most of it is just manipulating temperature and using water for different parts of the body. Um, what happens when we add something to the water? Does that change the dynamics of hydrotherapy? Does it make it better? For example, Epsom salt, um, that's a rich source of magnesium. Um, mm -hmm. does, that, does that add to it? Does it elevate the technique or nothing? That's a good question. Uh, absolutely. Any type of natural pathic uh, additive that you can use in the form of uh, further treating uh, a patient would be beneficial. So as you mentioned, Epsom salt is a good source of magnesium and it also helps relieve muscles and joints. So anybody that's suffering, suffering sorry, from any type of inflammation, 
if you have uh, headaches, a lot of pressure going to your head, it reduces that as well. Um, people suffering from migraines, things of that sort. And also as a sedative, if you want to add certain uh, herbal supplements such as uh, lavender, uh, eucalyptus oil, uh, chamomile, and they can be essential, essentially used with through the oil, or um, you can just pour the, the herbs in itself. Rosemary are also is also a good sedative. Um, and the same with herbs that are stimulants. So if you want to, you know, be in the bathtub and you want to use some herbs that are stim stimulative nature, such as salt palmetto, things of that nature, um, it can serve as, serve as a good source as well. Uh, I think you mentioned in our text, uh, a bath bomb. And I know that that is good for people that suffer from eczema, um, any type of dry skin. So they have any epidermis issues. Uh, adding a, a bath bomb will definitely help to bring some exuberance and um, not cause the skin to be as dry, if that makes sense. And also salt, salt glows. So if you just rub a little bit of regular salt on your skin, let it sit for about five minutes and then wash it off. It's also an excellent modality for uh, the skin. Okay. Now I'm going to ask a question that's a little, um, woo. Some people might consider that. I know that water contains energy and it traps energy. Have you ever, or would you in the future ever combine whether that's sound vibration or even the act of talking to the water before actually um, using it to treat a pa patient, would you would would you consider anything like that, or have you done anything like that? This is Tori from the future. I just want to give a little bit more of an explanation for this question. So I read this book called The Hidden Messages in Water by Masuro Emoto. He was a scientist that studied ice crystals in water, and basically his book just kind of lets you know that there is a level of intelligence that water holds. He studies ice crystals. Um, in relationship to like music, he'll play something that's dissonant or like heavy metal and the crystal will be all jacked up. He'll play some classical music and the crystal is this beautiful formation. He actually spoke to the word, to the water. And when he had positive messages, the, the crystals were you nicely uniformed and pretty looking. And then when there were negative messages, it was the opposite. Um, same thing when he wrote words that were positive, like I love you or you are kind whatever he did i don't remember it verbatim but when he wrote negative words the crystals were all types of jacked up and so what that taught me is that there is a level of intelligence of water water has a memory and that water water is specialized in ways that we might not fully understand and so i wanted to relate that back to hydrotherapy and marcus knew what i was talking about <laughs> uh -huh. I'm not against the idea. Have I done it personally yet? No, but I do know that water has memory. Water has a, is a life of entity within its own. And um, the way you treat water, studies have been shown whether you talk negatively or positively to the element can have a tremendous uh, benefit or uh, uh, a dissociation with its relationship to us. So. The next time I do a hypothermia treatment, I will definitely keep that in mind and I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. 
Um, so that that pretty much wraps up our, our episode. Um, thank you for coming on, first of all. And um, absolutely. I want to put your information out there. It's, your information is going to be in the de- description box or in the show notes for whoever wants to reach you. But just shout it out really quickly, your website, your Instagram, so that if anyone doesn't want to refer to it, they can have it. Okay, sure. So my website is rightlightinc.com. That is right with a W-I-N-C. Uh, also, my IG page is rightlight underscore I-N-C. Uh, you can reach me through both of those platforms. If you want to schedule a consultation, uh, you're more than, please be more than happy to uh, put down your information. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. I do 45 minutes to hour consultations. I also have treatment plans that are very Corresponsive um, to diet and exercise and uh, fasting. Fasting is another um, method that I use in regards to holistic health. Um, also, my email, so rightlightinc at gmail.com. You can reach me through there. And yeah, I look forward to connecting with you all in the potential future. Thank you. Awesome. That is all I have for you all today. Thank you so much for spending your time listening to me. I hope you join me in the next one to learn more about health topics that can help you improve your life so you can be happy in your dwelling place. Love y'all.